What is up guys, it is Hot Take without the Hot Take here and we're back with yet another Junior Senior 2 Views. We are finally doing this show consistently. We're going to make sure we're doing it every week now because, you know, you do it once a month and people want to know. So the people want to know. We're so, going to make it every so we're single back. Friday. We, every sing- Friday here. And every single Friday. Elsewhere, not every, Friday. Every single Friday, Australian Eastern Standard Time and we will be record- We will be doing this show and probably same night I will be uploading it. Yes. So, we've got a bit to talk about. Um, we're not going to preview the Super Bowl yet. Hang on. No, no, no. I just put on some music because we are going to talk about a carousel. As the case with NFL, there's always a carousel to discuss, isn't there? Yep, there is a quarterback carousel. There's a lot of quality quarterbacks out in the market that's ready to go. And that's going to be our first um, our first topic on the agenda. Mm-hmm. We're going to highlight two quarterbacks who won w- out. Who won out. Won out. That's this it. Is c- had enough. The big piece is Deshaun Watson. He is officially he... demanded a trade. Despite the fact that... that he demanded a trade weeks before. But hang on, over the wires, because I watch PTI, and now we... Yes, we love PTI. Ourselves we, over that. we love PTI. Love those guys. They've reported that the, they just hired a coach, an assistant coach, I believe his last name's Cauley, and they've hired an assistant coach from the Ravens to be the next head coach. He's a minority. Yeah, I do, honestly, I think nothing that the Texans will do now will save Deshaun. Will, will save them from having to trade trade away Deshaun Watson. Okay. Honestly, I think no matter how many deck chairs you want to shuffle, mm-hmm. this is a wasted season. Hey, uh, I think. Look, I think this that, is this is last season. They should have beaten the Texans. Eh, the the see they they in the playoffs. No, they should have beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. When they when they were my <laughs> fault. They when they should have beaten them. Right. Because so, they they had a massive lead. They should have beaten them. That was their chance. Right. And then this season they 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 trade away and then they trade away the best wideout in the game. Bernard Hopkins. In he Hopkins, helps. and then they just completely tank. And so, they can't even have top draft picks because for their first two selections in this upcoming draft are the property of the Miami Dolphins. There you go. Thanks to that Larry Tunsil trade. There you go. So this is, this is a wasted season for them. And I think Watson wants out of there. And there's a team which I think have the assets to do it and I think could really use him, the Bears. That's been talk. There's been talk about the Bears and Deshaun Watson. They the, have the assets to do it, but it's a matter of whether he's going to be wasted by terrible coaching. This is the thing. The, the only thing I'm worried about with that trade, if he goes to the Bears, my fear is that he's going to be wasted by Nagy and Pace. Because yeah. they're going to be staying because the McCaskies, once again, love mediocrity. So, look, I think there's a couple of things to pull from that. I think Deshaun Watson may land up in a place like Chicago. I think for I think for a free agent like him, I don't think he'll settle for a team like the Jets. I think there's No, there's the no Jets. chance. Come on, the now. Jets need he's help. Not, he's not the answer. He's not going to the Jets. No. Their their offensive line is still developing. Yeah. He's going to get killed over there. They've got no defense. Their defense is is equal to that of a colander. So there's nowhere he's going to the Jets. So the other person to consider is a more seasoned quarterback, Matt Stafford, thirty-one years old, going on thirty-two, but still can still throw the ball. Is probably a franchise guy, Matt Stafford. Franchise guy. There's some knocks against Matt. But Stafford. there is a team that I think he might go to. They have the assets to do it, but I it might not happen because they're going to keep their legend around. 
the Steelers. And there's talk there's talk of Ben restructuring his contract to stay with the Steelers, which is obviously going to prolong the agony even further. Because the guy Ben is done. He's he's you can't he's he looks so rigid in the pocket. His at, you can't come back from a Tommy John surgery and expect to have your arm strength back. You can't. Well, look, I think this is the thing that we need to consider. Whether or not that's an option, I don't think Matthew Stafford's going there. I think at Big Ben's playing with the Steelers at least two more years. And this is what I think, and I think that people need to understand this before we move on, is that there's really a handful of places that a Matt Stafford could go and you go, that makes sense. One is Indianapolis because yeah. of Philip Rivers' departure. We did talk about we that. We talked about that last week. The second is New Orleans. Drew Brees yeah. is retiring. That not hasn't been official yeah, yet. Yeah, but the problem with New Orleans is it makes sense, but they are slammed up against the cap. They are, they're going to have to shed $100 million to at least be compliant. Okay. They're going to have to get rid of a big piece like Michael Thomas. The other, the other piece of this puzzle, the other team is the 49ers, and I said it last week. Garoppolo. Jimmy G cannot stay on the field. So if Jimmy G can't stay on the field and you can't, you got to worry about who the guy is. But I think honestly, I think when it comes to the 49ers, they've got all the pieces they need for a deep Super Bowl run. All of it. They, they just need they're sorted. They, they just need, need they need either Jimmy G to be wrapped, glass body to be wrapped in bubble wrap and packing peanuts. Or they need a, another quarterback. They need to move on. Well, I think, look, I think as time goes on, we will get more insight into this whole situation. But we only focused on two quarterbacks. I think there'll be others to come. Jared Goff's name's been out and there. And then we've also got Cam Newton, who I think is done. done. He's over. So let's move on to the next topic. What's our next topic? We are talking about some basketball. Basketball. And NBA overachievers and underachievers. Now we have some interesting teams who are overachievers this year, and I want to mention. I want to give a nice shout out to my Chicago Bulls. Whoa, the Bulls! The Bulls! They are playing a very nice season this. Year. They are putting it together. Zach Levine, what do you mean? <laughs> Zach Levine is averaging twenty-seven five and five. Mm-hmm. Is in the All Star conversation, mm-hmm. and he should be an All Star this season. He should have been an All Star last season. Let's be honest. He should have been an all-star last season. Okay. But Markkinen was too injured and ineffective last so season. 17 games. Can, 17 games. And sorry to interrupt. Yeah, they're the 10th seed right now. 7 and 10 at this point. They're, seven the, and ten. they're the 10th seed right now, which they're overachieving. I know yeah. it, it seems like a bit of a crappy season, but the Bulls, let's not remember. When they traded away Jimmy Butler, forget. They, let's forget Let's not forget they they were in a rebuilding stage when they got rid of Jimmy Butler. So they decided commit to a full rebuild. We're okay. going to lose. Okay, this is progress. They they got rid of their Gar packs. Gar Foreman went. So did so did um, Paxson, who reassigned to a higher position away from day to day operations. Mm-hmm. And they went and got Arnisovis Kornakovicis from the Nuggets. I may have botched his name there, but but he but he did good work for the Nuggets. And they went out and got Billy Donovan. Okay, yeah. And uh, in replace of the geriatric Jim Boylan. Okay. So, and so 10th seed for the Bulls, who are still in a rebuilding stage. Kobe White's developing as a nice point guard. Mm -hmm. Their 4 4 overall pick, Pat Williams, who I didn't complain about to start with, is looking really like a baby Kawhi. Mm -hmm. So, they're looking good. I might be biased, but they're looking good. 
The Pacers as well are hold the third seed in the East. Not bad. And yeah. Sabon having traded away Oladipo, they're still kicking. Sabonis is Brogdon. is on and Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Honestly, them two work very well. Sabonis is is looking just as good as his father, yeah. if not better. Yeah. Brogdon is that piece. Is that sort of glue guy point guard that you love to have on your team? Yep. So, although they traded away Oladipo, which I didn't, I don't know. Well, he couldn't stay. And Ka- but Karis LeVert, that's a tough situation for him with um, having discovered that tumor. Mm. They caught it early, and and he said it himself. If if he had not been traded, that wouldn't have been picked up on. Okay. Which is incredible. Which is ridiculous amount of luck. And the Jazz, who. Hold the first seed in the West with a fourteen and four record. They just got a win. Rudy Gobert had twenty nine and twenty last game, and Joe Ingles, Jinglin' Joe from from where we are, the land down under, had twenty one and nine. Not bad. This Not Jazz bad. team, they're putting it together. Yeah. This is why Shaq's criticisms aside, this is why they paid Gobert two hundred million. He is. Bar-, Bar none, the best defensive player in the league. You cannot say anything else. He is the he. Without him, the Jazz defense is mediocre. Okay. He is the main reason why their defense is so good. Underachievers. Under, way under. The Wizards. Oh God. No, I don't. Oh, I God. honestly don't think that's underachieving. Yes, they are. I, look, this is yes, me. they are. I'm stepping in here because I think the Wizards are just. They just swapped one point guard for another point guard, kind of. But they're paying they, two they, expensive contracts. I know, but they, they, they didn't. But the thing was, they didn't really change off what they're paying for. They got one for another with Westbrook and versus Wall. They may be paying a little less, but really, I think the Wizards franchise has kind of always been in limbo. Bullets, Wizards, whatever you want to call them. I don't think they're underachieving. I think they're right where they right where they are. I think I don't think they're going to be much better until they Beal make has, a move to get honestly, Bradley Beal out of there. Honestly, Beal are averaging thirty-five. He needs to get the hell out of there. Discussing possible trade options for him, I think a team that could make a big splash for him are the Heat. They have the pieces. They have they have young assets, Hero and Bam. That's a team that's underachieving right now. By the, the Heat way. as well are by underachieving the way, big time. I think I think it's caught up with them. Yeah, I think, for, the, I think the Heat have caught up with themselves. I think there's a lot of sort they of... Need, they need guys like Hero to take the next step. Hero needs to take the next step in order for them to, to really go to the playoffs again. Then we have the Pelicans. Oh, oh. oh what are oh, they well. doing? Lonzo and J.J. Redick are in a slump. <laughs> Lonzo's always been an iffy shooter, but, well, Re- but, but Redick? Well, look, he didn't sign an extension, so that might be telling you something. Maybe he wants out. Redick? No, well, Lonzo. Lonzo. Lonzo extension, mind you. Yeah, honestly, I think a change of scenery would do him good. Then the Raptors. Siakam needs to... Honestly, what the hell? I don't know. I think the Raptors sort of, again, they've hit their wall, so to speak. They've got a lot, of, a lot of positions that are playing the same position, particularly in big men. I think it's just a... Look, I think it's probably a situation where the other teams in the East... Honestly, I, I don't think... They messed, They sort of messed with a good thing last offseason and letting Siakam and... Gasol leave? Well, no, no, not Gasol. No, no, Siakam. not Siakam. Um, uh, oh, Serge Ibaka. Ibaka. Right. But th- then, so I think that's it for the underachievers and NBA as a whole. Now we're going to move on to the MLB. MLB. Two potential trade assets 
Nothing has really happened right now in Quiet. MLB free agency, which it's, is which is customary for MLB MLB free agency. Yeah. It's always it's always quiet, and then there's a couple of big moves over a yeah. period of a couple of weeks. Of course, but the two pieces that um are we talked about Springer's trade last last we, episode. We did. I went on a rant about how what are the Blue Jays doing? They're not going to well, be able to play some v- teams to pay throw money. to play to pay Vlad and Bo. But this time we're going to talk about Bauer. Trevor Bauer, who is a NL NL Cy Young winner, and, he is, and could and, be moving on, and I think is moving on. And there's rumors that the Mets are the ones who want to make a deal. So Steve Cohen, honestly, is I'm not would, wasting any money. Honestly, I would be happy if they got him. That solidifies imagine, that. Imagine rotation. their rotation. You got Bauer, Bauer, Degrom, Degrom Syndergaard, and and Stroman. Oh, oh, that oh. rotation. It's ridiculous. Wow, wow, wow. So that that's that he's rumored to go there, and also I think he's rumored for the Angels as well. So but apparently, ridiculous. I've seen some reports they're unlikely to sign him. Okay. Then we have Nolan Arenado. Arenado, honestly, the Rockies. I've said this to you before. Arenado is one of those players. He gives you so much more value than you could get in a trade. He is one of those guys. He's like a Khalil Mack. He is that player. In sport, that gives you way more value than the market commands. The Rockies are looking to move on from him because he's apparently a locker room... Apparently, when Arenado's not around the team, the clubhouse atmosphere is significantly better. Which, he's... I feel bad for Arenado. He might be a locker room cancer, but the dude's on a team that's just... that That goes... That goes through these peaks and lows like a roller coaster. Well, they don't really... Blackman's lost a step or two in the last two seasons. They're pitching. Coors Field is the death of all pitchers. Yeah, we know that. That's where pitching go. Pitchers go to die. Right. No matter what they do, they can, they can throw money at free free agent pitchers. They can stamp pad and do nothing. They pitchers go to die at Coors Field. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Oh, well. But there is a possible trade option for him. Um. Apparently the Cardinals are discussing it, which why. The Cardinals shouldn't be looking at... They should be trying to move on from uh, an era. Wainwright will be sticking around one more season. Then, um, And apparently we don't know what's happening with um, with their legend. I honestly forgot his name. The catcher. Oh, their catcher. Yeah. Uh, Molina. Molina. Yadier Molina. Look, I think, look, I think that's... It's what St. Louis does. Because apparently, because apparently, before lo- the lockdowns, Molina was going to retire. Oh well. And it was they were going to bring a red carpet out for him. He, it was going to be a storybook ending. Okay. But apparently now he wants an extension. Okay, so look, I think with St. Louis, they always have had big bats in their lineup. Always historically, Pujols, Goldschmidt recently, they've always had a power lineup. So Arenado would be a good fit for them. Whether or not they could pull it off, we'll but see. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it'd lead them out of mediocrity. But now we are heading towards the tail end of the episode. And, and now it's time for, now the, it's junior time rant. for the junior rant. Williams, what are you doing? And this time, we're not focusing on NFL. We're not focusing on NBA. We're, we're not going to focus on MLB either. We're nope. focusing on the NHL. Because I watch NHL more than you do. I follow it more than you more do. Than and do. there are so many incompetent owners, management teams in the league. But I have to highlight one man who has single-handedly ruined the Ottawa Senators. 
Eugene Melnick, this is an open letter to you. What are you doing? Take yourself back to 2017. The Eastern Conference Finals. Game 7. Overtime. Double overtime. Pittsburgh versus the Senators. It is a dogfight. Chippy, intense series. First goal win. This is the last... Last goal wins goes to the cup finals. Yep. And and Crosby comes off the bench, gives it to Kunis, knuckle puck, and Pittsburgh go to another cup final. A tough, tough loss for the Senators. And then, the very next season, they completely collapse. Because they make a big play for Matt Duchesne, a big midseason trade for Matt Duchesne, Gives up a, t- a first round pick, and and Joe Sackick looked like an idiot at the time, dealing away a disgruntled forward, and they completely bottom out. What does Melnick do? We, everyone in the NHL, from fans of the Ottawa Senators to anyone who just follows it regularly, knows that Melnick. He. Is a man who is bush league. He is a the epitome of a bush league owner. For for people that don't follow the NHL, imagine Dean Spanos, Dan Snyder, and Stan Kroenke, but a cheap ass. This is what this guy is. He he is the epitome of a bush league owner. One story: Lebet Lebreton Flats. They were looking for a new stadium, a new stadium location, and. They wanted, he wanted the moon and the sun given to them for LeBreton Flats, and as a re, as a result, the proposal fell through. And what else more do I have to say about him? The the fact that he censors jur- journalists who call him out on his crap, the the fact that he always says the senators are going for through a per- perpetual rebuild, the fact that he traded away Eric Carlson after, weeks after calling saying he wasn't going to trade him and called him. And is saying on the eighth day God made Eric Carlson. And then and then dealing away Matt Duchesne because Matt Duchesne, he's not a guy who can carry a franchise. The role a role he fits in is not a franchise guy. He fits as big as as a bigger in a bigger system. A star player in a bigger system. Melnick is a Bush League owner. Not only does he everything he does is for monetary purposes. I'm not going to waste anger on him because he doesn't deserve it. He honestly doesn't deserve it. Yes, they have intriguing prospects, but what is to say that they aren't going to be traded five years down the road because of Melnick's monetary gain? So, that's the end of our show. Sorry, Ottawa Senator fans, I had to do it for you. But, you've probably got a lot more in the tank than me to yell at this guy. But, thank you guys for listening. Thanks very much. We'll be back we'll here s- next week. We'll see you next Friday. Keep and on listening. Hopefully, we'll be previewing the Super Bowl. We will be. Take care. Bye.